The following podcast is brought to you by Radio Southland and New Zealand On Air. Radio Southland is a community access media station based in Invercargill, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, radiosouthland.org.nz, for our contact details. And now, coming to you from the pulsating heart of urban Invercargill, come in, pull up a comfy chair, kick your shoes off, and put these on. TNN, the new normal, are proud to welcome you in to the Fluffy Slipper Lounge. Tēnā koutou katoa. Uh, welcome into the Fluffy Slipper Lounge. We are TNN, the new normal, Darren and Linda Ludlow. Kia ora, happy new year. Yeah, which is kind of strange because, first of all, it's February. Uh, but then we have been away, um, well, here and yet not. You know, in the tradition of the old Hudson and Halls cooking show, come on, Pete, trot it over. Um, we had prepared something a little earlier, which you've been able to enjoy over the, the summer break. Uh, and this is our first time back into this, the uh, the studio. Yes, the old year. habits, old habits. Yeah, you know, I well, just I just came down the right street. Did you? Yes, forgot about the school traffic, so ah, I was cutting it a bit fine yes. this morning. <laughs> uh, well, I yes, I've been using North Road for the last while for that specific reason, and I was heading down Bay Road on the way in this morning and saw a school bus coming. I thought, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I was too late by the time because I don't come down North Road. Well, fortunately, it's not live radio, so that uh, you know, uh, things aren't aren't immediate. Uh, this is actually my first time in the studio this year. Uh, the last time I was in the studio, uh, and I'm now in my fifteenth year at Radio Southland, according to LinkedIn. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, <laughs> now, now play. I've got you by by Sunny and Sheer. <laughs> um, last year, the last thing that I did was an interview with with Tom. Uh, about something that we'll talk about later in the show. And I made him panel. And so I was sitting where you are, mm. and it was the first time I'd sat there uh-huh. to yeah. record something. Right. Um, oh, we can fix that. It, it, Tom's, Tom's <laughs> observation was that microphone on that side's really good. Uh, it makes your voice sound good. And I went, hmm, you mean it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't, normally. doesn't sound good normally, oh. Tom? And then he just started digging, and I just said, Spray and walk away. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. I'm on the best side then. <laughs> yeah, as always. Uh, it's It's been a you know real mixed summer break in that it's been wonderful um, for us having a period of, of doing nothing, really. <laughs> yes, because the weather was so great that we did do nothing. Yeah. Um, and as I've explained to people, we had a great summer last year, which is generally what happens in Southland once every three years. Uh, I don't mean that facetiously. Uh, and then you go back to having rubbish weather. It's kind of like when it's when it's rubbish everywhere else, we are sparkling. Uh, and when everywhere else is sparkling, we're having not as good a time. To be fair, during our great summer in 2022, uh, 23, uh, we had a, a fabulous time. But of course, the, the North Island just took an absolute hammering. Um, so we're not having a hammering, but... There's been wind. It's just been a bit blur, hasn't it? Yeah, it's it's not been torrential my, rain. My farmer colleagues was telling me to stop and think of them um, during the week because, because it's all about them. Because Boys. they've had weather that grows good grass and plants and stuff, and so they're more than happy. And yet, with the winds, hasn't that kind no, of dried? Hasn't dried the soil out? No, no, no okay. No. And some of them aren't in places where they get wind, right? Because <laughs> they're not on the coast yeah. as much. Um, but yeah, they said, oh, the last two or three years we've been, you know, it's been really hot and so we've had real trouble. So they um, espousing the virtues of a slightly average summer. Mm. So go them. Um, Christmas was mm, Christmas, probably a quiet one as far as we were concerned. Um, it was nice having the boys home for a couple of days. Yeah, we only had the um, younger um, for a couple of days, which was a shame. But um, 
then you're paying for your flat in Dunedin and you've got a job, you might as well be making the most of both of those things. So we've hardly seen him really, but maybe he'll get home soon. The thing that really impressed me with the lads was the Christmas photo. Now, in years gone by, uh, and that is all years bar one. And that was just because we didn't love them that year. <laughs> Hang on. They went to H&J Smith and had the photo with Santa. Yep. Uh, right from when there was only one of them to when there was two of them. Uh, one year we went to Hardly Normal. Yeah, it wasn't uh, the same. It just wasn't uh, the same. Santa wasn't into it that year. Oh, it just wasn't the same. No. It's terrible. Uh, and, of course, that was no longer an option because H&J Smith closed during 2023. And there have been years when it's been a case of getting one or both of them there kicking and screaming, particularly oh, really? the year that you'd suggested they wear Hawaiian shirts. One it was the was, shirt that was the problem, yeah. wasn't the fact that the yep. photo had the butt, But he did do it in the end. But the the boys snuck off uh, without us knowing to uh, Invercargill Central and had photos done. They booked a photo so yep. that they wouldn't miss it because Ludlow the Younger was only home for a very short time, so they got it all organised. And happily wore their Christmas shirts, which they yes. loved, which we all love, yes, actually. Quite We're, cool, those ones. Um, I, mine is fabulous. I love it. Uh, and it's, it's a great photo. I was hugely impressed. Yeah, well, I <laughs> I had kind of gone, oh, what are we going to do? It's just 20 years of Christmas photos and blah, blah, blah. Um, and so they <laughs> so they made it happen, which was really lovely, actually. Um, cost them a small fortune, I think, actually. But, um, but yeah, uh, and it's a nice photo, actually. Mm, uh, it is. So, yep. so look out. They're, they're bound to, again for another 20 years. Uh, New Year was uh, not really a thing. Um, we had a mate no, come over. I was at eleven. Yep, come over and had a drink and a chat and a catch up. Uh, but that was about it. Um, didn't even toy with the idea of coming into town to have a look at what was happening. Oh, if it, it had been fine, I would have actually. Yeah, but it yeah, was but, about, but, it was wet. I think but it wasn't. It wasn't cold. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was windy and rainy. And, and I didn't whatever. want to didn't want to brave the whatever thing was going on in the. Well, they had something park. in the car park in yeah. Don Street now. To be fair, back on our wedding anniversary, uh, just a couple of days before Christmas, uh, we came into town after having a lovely meal at the Ascot um, and stopped off at the Langlands Garden Party, they were calling it, which was out the back in their car it park. It wasn't much garden, but it was a party. Uh, and and it, it was really good. Yeah, it was really good. We could have stayed at for ages, but we didn't. We didn't, because I was having a diabetic moment. Um but you know, well done. It was it was good that it was because they've had street parties in Don Street for for many years. It's always a bit fraught. Um, but you know, there was um, it was a really good mixture of people. Some yeah. lots of young ones and lots of people our age or close to great bands. Some people or that have been band. there for a really long time, and so they were hilarious. And uh, Ludlow the youngest was there serving some he alcohol. Was working, so that was nice. We were able to see him and say not hello. be served by him because that would be inappropriate. Yes. Um, but yep, we had a chat. And Took his recommendations of water slash whatever. It was good. Uh, so well done to them for that. But, you know, New Year. <laughs> Once upon a time, back a, a long time ago, last century, you know, the thing to do was to go to Queenstown or Arrowtown. Oh, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, mm. And it was, <laughs> it was messy and wonderful and fun yeah, when you were a young hot. person. Yep. I don't ever remember it being cold. Uh, and of course, a couple of years ago, when we had uh, rented a place in Arrowtown uh, for the new year, um, tsh, was nothing. No, the street was empty. Well, the royal, the royal soak, as it was, at yes. that, <laughs> particularly at that time of the year, um, you know, no longer exists. In in that garden, but that's now a park thing. Um, it was just packed with people. We'd be there by before lunch or whenever opening time was and um, be there all day. Uh, and then into the small hours of the next day, wandering about and having a lovely time. Or we were in hitchhiking home from Queenstown in the small hours of New Year's Day or, you know, in the Arrowtown camping ground. Um, lots of Lots of fun times, actually, but I don't know what... I don't know what happens now. Nothing. Well, it's all the only place that it was going on in Arrowtown, apart from private parties that people were having, was uh, the camping ground, which was 
pretty lively as we were heading back to our Oh, yeah, but nothing. ACOM. Yeah, it was just kind of private mm. gatherings, right? You didn't. Mm. Yeah, it was very, very strange. I oh, felt a bit sorry for the, for the young people, really, because they not they don't quite get that opportunity like well, we did. Let me throw this at you then. Yeah, it's it's a shame that they don't have that opportunity, but when we did and made use of it, the one thing that we didn't have was phones in our, in our pockets that had cameras. And that was a good thing. <laughs> it wasn't my case. Well, yes, I suppose. Um, but also, I guess they've got the festival circuit, haven't they? Which is yeah. m- maybe maybe the same thing. Everybody goes to Rhythm and Alps for a few yeah, days. Yeah, or, or, and there's quite a circuit that a number of them just, you know, they book out a month of going to things and needing ambulances, maybe. Um, and they've, they've got access to slightly more hardcore. Well, they've got drug en- testing tents. Enhancements now, so. <laughs> but, I, but I suppose the festivals are a bit like what we used to do. I don't know. Speaking of concerts, we'll talk about one we went to a little bit later on. Uh, let's get into our first track. Speaking of fun. Yep. Um, what made you go for, as the as the uh, vernacular of the modern uh, disc jockey, and I'm thinking of Ludlow the Youngest, who apparently has been doing some DJing at a local nightclub, uh, a, you would describe this as a banger. <laughs> yes. Well, oh, many things. Um, I was watching music videos on YouTube as I was as I did over the summer, in inverted commas, um, and this feed popped up about um, the songs that were turning forty. Yeah. No, twenty five. Twenty five this year, and so I started um, zipping through that, and this was this was actually top of the list. Oh. Just a timing thing, I think. Um, and I couldn't, I looked through the rest of them and didn't even recognise some of them. <laughs> it's just like, where was I 25 years ago? Well, it was the 90s. It was the late 90s, I can't remember what I was doing. Wasn't listening to the radio, obviously. Um, but but this one I absolutely remembered and I absolutely love it. And then it's I thought, the same. And I mean, I was playing it in commercial radio yeah, ad nauseum. Yeah. But I didn't mind it uh, because from a breakfast radio position, it's, it's up-tempo. Yeah, that's right. And... Um, and it's it's Live and La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin or um, Enrique Martinez, actually. Um, a handsome chap. Indeed. Um, and that didn't, ha- you know, that wasn't a distraction. Well, it was a distraction, perhaps. Um, but I thought, you know, it's, it's just a really fun song and, and it's a new year and everybody should be, you know, living the good life. It's 20- hard to sit still when it's playing. Yeah, well, that's right. It's so living the good life in 2024 is probably not a bad idea. Although I see that he's divorced recently, so uh, Auntie Graham, if you're up for it, um, R- Ricky's free. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, ladies, if you hadn't worked that one out, um, you'll just have to live with it. Oh, you know, who knows? Um, anyway, um, Enrique Martinez, uh, live in la vida loca. She took my heart and she took my money 
Listening to the Fluffy Slipper Lounger podcast and broadcast available through Radio Southland. We are TNN, the new normal, and that was Ricky Martin living La Vida Loca. And in case you wonder why you groan when your ass comes out of that comfy chair, that song is a quarter of a century old. Mm, still a ripper, though. Oh, absolutely. It's worth watching the video. It's just great. So full of energy. and That man can dance. And if you try and move yourself like they do, you might injure yourself, but... ACC will cover it. <laughs> you need the words orthopedic and surgeon. <laughs> um, speaking of which, uh, it was fascinating to, uh, we spent a week in Ōtutahi in Christchurch, uh, having travelled up there for the Foo Fighters uh, concert. Um, and they've been around for 30 years. Oh no, that's really terrible, isn't it? Well, it, I mean, the time has flown. It's great that they've lasted this long because many of the ones that we are currently bombarded with won't last that long, thankfully. Um, but it's terrible to realise that we've been listening to them for 30 years. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, so Mostly. Um, mostly. Not always. But of, not of the modern stock, of, of the people who are in the music business at this point, there are very few surviving rock legends. You know, we saw Bowie yeah. his, on his last New Zealand And they're tour. a different era, aren't they? So yep. the next wave. So we have actually seen somebody before they popped their clogs, which is quite good. Yep. Uh, and and now we can add uh, Mr. Grohl yeah. uh, and the Foo Fighters uh, to that. L- largely original lineup. I love the fact that Pat Smear uh, is still with the band. Yeah, uh, he he's actually aged really well. Yep, they yeah they all have actually. Um, Pat was a, a touring musician who would perform with Nirvana uh, back in the day. Dave is a person who I think has aged very well. He looks much better now. Uh, yeah, I think than he did as a younger person. He's um yeah he's, he's reasonably well preserved actually. It's not a not by accident. So a lot of preservatives have gone well, in there, which my, is that's my point. Really, yeah, well recognised in his book Storyteller uh, that you got f- for me for Christmas a couple of years ago, which is a great read. Um, but it was really the f- it was it's always great to go and spend some time in Christchurch. Uh, you'd secured 
concert tickets early on. A uh, bit of anxiety as the as the year went on because uh, it was much later that you found some accommodation. Um, and by crikey, didn't you land on a winner there? Yeah, I did, although I thought it was a bit cheap. Uh, but then it turned out to be. But anyway, um, you know how it is. You get all the incidental costs after the mm. n- nightly rate. Um, you get the cleaning fee and the service fee and the booking fee. and So that bumped it up. But, but it was a great spot. We were just off Latimer Square. Well, right on Latimer Square, actually. Um, so we could... And we had an underground car park came with a mm. deal. So uh, we could leave the car and wander into town. and Which was easy. Easy walking. Easy walk and not bad weather for the days that we were doing that. So, um, yeah, it was great. We had a lovely wee place. We had a penthouse out. apartment. Oh, well, I wasn't going to... It was nice with a yeah, big, nice. big, beautiful view out of the, the spaces that and we had. When we walked in, because we arrived on the on a very hot day, it had been a hot trip up, 23s, 24s, I think, um, and when we <laughs> opened the door to the place, it was like, walking into it, walking into the oven... Uh, it was stinking hot, but it was lovely, and the aircon worked really well, so that was fine. Uh, great week. Uh, the event itself, uh, the the concert we'll talk about in a moment, um, but it's always nice to wander around Christchurch. Uh, uh, shopping's great. Buskers Festival was on while we were there as well, which was nice to have a look at some of the stuff that was Mildly going on. entertaining, yeah. And, and, and lots lots of it peppered around the CBD. Yeah. And great... Um, Eating and drinking of coffee and stuff, um, which was something we did a lot of, uh, and a very enjoyable time. Uh, yeah, kind of, what was the best bit for you then? Oh, uh, uh, mm, that's a really good question. Um, I, I would like to say the concert, um, but actually just wandering around the streets with you, to be fair. Oh, right, eh? Mooching around in shops, looking at things. I'll just be in here for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just pop in here. Yeah. Oh, and I'll either come in with you or I'm just going to wait out here and <laughs> look at the world go by. Uh, mind you, you did make some great acquisitions and um, visited a hairdresser. And uh, it was very nice. Yes, you did. It was lovely. Yes. It's not often I get to say that about my, my hair. <laughs> um at Ludlow, the youngest, uh, went and got his first piece of body art. <laughs> yeah, he was quite nervous. It was quite funny. Yeah. Um, even though... I might not have helped there. Oh. Why would you do that? <laughs> well, not at that time, but, oh. you know, over the years leading up to it. Well, he's seen he's seen recent other ones, and, yes. um, I hadn't, you know, they haven't been made a big deal of, so he should have been fine, but um, <laughs> he was a bit nervous. But, he, no, he's very pleased with it, actually, so... Um, I'm not all that pleased with how much they charged him. Yeah. Um, but but Rip that's, off. that's well, and they're, they're, I guess uh, we he has stumbled across one of the leading ones in town. I think actually, so it's, sometimes that's that's part of it too. But um, you know, he's very pleased with it, and uh, and that's the main thing because it's yep. there, there forever. Yep. Um, but I, it was his first stadium gig. Yeah. It was his birthday present, folks. That's why he was there. Watching how he had enjoyed that. Uh, was great. He'd taken a buddy with him. Um, <laughs> they were both outside trying to find a cop to get a photo with uh, when the foos came on and <laughs> came running up to our seats. Well, I'd, they started a lot earlier than I had expected, actually. Because yeah. um, a lot of the younger had said, youngest had said to me, oh, you know, what time do you reckon they'll be on? I said, oh, I'm going to be half past eight. Um, they don't start, you know. Um but I should have twigged because the two prior bands were early. Mm. Uh, so they first started at half past seven. Um, so we were home by 11. How sad are we? Um, and that was with traffic. So, you know, they started early and so they were, the boys were not expecting, and they'd caught up with some of their buddies um, from from home anyway. So they were all out gossiping and then all of a sudden there was this great loud guitar chord and everybody went, ah! The boys came running, so it was quite funny. Um, we were uh, up in one of the, the stands, which is an ironic thing to call them, so you can never see. Because um, they keep telling me to sit down. Mm, or not stand on them. They don't stand on the seat. Um, which is, you know, from my purposes, I couldn't stand for that period of time down in the mosh. Um, and we were on the 
far side, which meant we didn't have the sun in our eyes, which I thought, that's going to be great, no squinting. And then it was bloody cold. It was freezing. But the people on the other side got sunburned. Yeah. It's like, what the heck? And people down on the flat um, were roasting. Yep. Well, that's where but we were Tom was. Tom from work was down in the mosh, the front mosh, ironically right in front of the sound desk. <laughs> oh, what a coincidence. I know. <laughs> Making friends with the soundies uh, and passing them compliments on their mix on some of the things. And one of them, uh, the, the head uh, sound technician, gave him a, a copy of the set list. Here you go. Take this with you. Mm, nice. Would have been better if it was signed by everybody, yeah. but oh well. Uh, and he, uh, Tom, was very uh, impressed with the uh, with the mix. The thing that it was Im- loud. Yeah, it was loud and clean. Yeah. Um, the thing that had delayed the tour was, of course, the passing in 2022 of Taylor Hawkins, um, and it took a while for them to figure out what they were going to do, um, and then. They announced uh, that Josh Fries, uh, a renowned session musician who had performed with bands like uh, Nine Inch Nails, uh, he'd been a member of Devo uh, fr- from 1996. And Devo is still touring, so he wasn't one of the original members. Mm. Um, but I didn't know a lot about him. Uh, and he had come out and performed a song with The Breeders, one of the two opening acts. The Breeders, and Dick Move. Yeah, fantastic. What a great name. Both with women, lead women yeah. vocalists. Uh, and I was quite impressed with Dick Move. I thought it was yeah, way be. better than I thought they yeah, were going to be. Yeah, no, I was deceived. But you guys didn't like The Breeders. No, I didn't. Um, and I, I'm led to believe that she was part of, what did I say? <gasps> Some significant other band. The Pixies. That's it. Uh, Josh came out and played a set on drums there, much smaller kit than he's used to, but he made it sound very different to their drummer um, because he hits hard. And which is, of course, really appropriate with a band like the Foo Fighters. And he also used a double kick, um, which can create a very interesting sound. And it was so interesting that the the crowd went, whoa, Mm. whoa, because it sounds so rapid because it is. Um, and so I found um, some audio, which is our next piece of music, which is the the song I think that the the concert opened with. But this was taken from when the Foo Finders announced who their new drummer was was going to be, and they then played a track live in a studio. You know, so it's not all the instruments. Um, on separate tracks. Yep. Mm. It's it's as if they were standing on a stage and playing together, uh, which is which is very different. Um, and so with Josh Freeze on drums, here are the Foo Fighters, complete with the false finish in the song, just like in at the concert. Yeah, true that. Uh, this is all my life. Searching for something, something never comes Leaves are nothing, nothing satisfies Getting close, closer to the price at the end of the road All night long I dream of the day When it comes around and it's taken away Leaves me with the feeling of the feeling most Feel it come alive when I see your ghost Will I find 
if I've been searching for something, something never comes. These are nothing, nothing satisfies. Getting close, closer to the prize at the end of the road. That is the Foo Fighters with uh, Josh Freeze uh, and uh, All My Life. And enjoying themselves. Yes. And, and their interpersonal relationships were clear on stage. You could see that, you know, they, they're not doing it for the money because they've got plenty. They yes. enjoy what they do and they enjoy each other. Yeah, and their audience. Yep. They genuinely, you know, appreciate that they're on their second or third generation of <laughs> supporters. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, you know, there were kids on shoulders uh, and, you know. Well, other people on shoulders. Naked people on shoulders oh. as well, but. Uh, it was hilarious. Uh, you wouldn't want that in the back of your neck. Oh, I think he was actually standing as well, so he wasn't even sitting. Cause he was standing because he was playing uh, <coughs> air guitar on a certain part of his anatomy. Yes. Anyway, Darren's would be more like more more like a ukulele. <laughs> it's a bit of a bit chilly by I, the stage. I have, re- I have first-hand accounts of the fact that he was very good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom was down in that part of the the mosh, and it was in front of him. All right, uh, and back view. He was having uh, a talk with some of the security people who were telling him what afterwards what happened to the guy. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. It's overreaction, but anyway. Uh, there's, look, there's always somebody It's at a rock concert. This, what do you expect? Yeah, I didn't see boobs. Far out. Normally I did. Did you? Did you? Were you not watching? No. Oh. No. I was watching Good. the concert. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Oh, well, not always. And that's the thing with the big screens now. They were very good screens, by the way. Yep. They were really clear. Well, the, the thing, you've had clear screens for a while, but the bit rate, so that quite often there was a delay between what you would see on stage and what was happening on the big screens. Now it's it's instant uh, and it's great. But apparently uh, after the gig, they were <laughs> off to the airport, into their plane and off to um, Auckland, which was ironic because their next gig was in Wellington. Wellington, yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, when I saw back in the 80s uh, Elton John at the Addington Showgrounds, which is now Apollo. Apollo Project Stadium. Um he did the same thing. He flew, got, came in, did his concert, and flew straight back to Australia. Yeah, well, I, I said to you, I wondered where they would stay in Christchurch, but then I guess there's, um, there'll be, like, there's the Hilton on Hagley or somewhere like that, maybe. I don't know, because there's not really, after the earthquake, they haven't really got high end. You know, they've noticeable. got some quite nice hotels, but there's no, like, what was I'm that, aware of. What was that one with five the star palm trees on the. Top oh noticed? yeah, it's not five star plus though, right? Okay. Um, it's just a um, it's a hotel with a rooftop bar restaurant thing. Uh, it was a great adventure, a great gig. Uh, I loved that we got a, a good car park uh, and easy, relatively easy egress. Well, yeah, afterwards. and and the new stadium is the next block over from where we were staying. 
Man, it's big. Um, yeah, it is. It's massive, and it's right in town. Right in the centre of town, right rather too... than going out to yeah. Addington. Um, so, so we won't be able to afford to stay where we stayed this time ever again because because it's like right there. Um, so yeah, so we were a bit fortunate, really. But also very good. Credit uh, cards are a bit sorry. The the location that we had for our, our ACOM was just a stone's throw away, twelve minute stroll to our favourite coffee bean suppliers from Christchurch. True that. True wandered that. around there for a couple of long blacks and pick up some bags of beans. Yep. Bless you, C4. Yes, thank you very much for keeping other people alive. And what was that? The Argentinian restaurant we went to. Oh, I never remember night. the name of it, but oh. it's always good. It's always busy. Uh, their meat platter. It's not cheap, but by crikey, it's good. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Yeah, with the waiter was. Yep. Yes. And not a bad night at the casino? Yeah. Entertaining? Yeah, yeah, entertaining. Pumped yeah. in people we knew. Yeah. Random ch- ch- young people. <laughs> you look lovely. Oh, thank you very much. And you had your uh, new Jane Sutherland outfit on. We posted a quick photo of you doing a, a, a toast, um, and then Jane reposted it. Yeah, which was really funny because I had just ordered some jewellery off you, so ah. um, that was all coinky-dinkle. Uh, it's, it's a really nice outfit, that. So. Yeah, it's, it looks terrible off the hanger, but she made me try it on. It was like, oh, this is amazing. Yep, and she so, was right. She, well, you know, she's good. She's good at what she does. She sure is. Yeah. Thanks, Jane. Um Right, we'll park park Christchurch now and move into what we've always done. Uh, used to be a television theme. Now we've been playing movie music. So I thought since uh, it's Waitangi Day next week, we would go to a uh, New Zealand film. And if you want to talk about popular, enduring New Zealand films with soundtracks, then really your only choice is Foot Rot Flats, A Dog's Tale. Now, from that, there is the awesome Slice of Heaven. Which could be the alternate national anthem for New Zealand. Shouldn't you want to be in love? Was the other hit. But as I had a look, there was another song that featured on the soundtrack that had actually been previously released by Herbs. uh, That was there again. And I thought, oh, let's give that a spin. Don't mind a bit of Herbs. Uh, So... (laughs) I'll, I'll rephrase that. I enjoy playing the Herbs music. Yes. Uh, I have interviewed them on a couple of occasions and made friends with their... Framed yeah. album. I have a copy of the Long Ago album at home that has never been played on LP. And it's sitting in a frame. And it was signed by all of the band members at the time. Uh, it is uh, Taonka for me. Yes. Well, and how many of them are still... There's a few of them no longer here. Yeah. Yeah, which is a shame. But the music lives on forever. And so from, uh, as it appears on the soundtrack, uh, to Foot Rot Flats, A Dog's Tale, here are Herbs with Nuclear Waste. Thank you. 
my god. The 80s electronic drum sound. Doo, doo. Yes. <laughs> Gotta love it. Uh, herbs, nuclear waste. Uh, from the soundtrack to the movie Foot Rot Flats, A Dog's Tale, and in preparation for Waitangi Day, coming up on Tuesday next week. So it's kind of like, for some people, they're taking a super long weekend. You take Monday off, and you get a four-day weekend. True that. Stop. Okay. I'm not sure why that uh, It's a nice bit interlude. Yes. Well, that's just a snippet of what uh, we're going to have coming up very shortly. All right. Um, so speaking of, of New Zealand music, we've got, we, uh, Radio Southland, have the Waitangi Day-esque fest happening on, funnily enough, Waitangi Day. Ooh. Uh, and this is the brainchild and baby of Tom Tutahione, also known as Tom Moana, if you follow his podcast, Sounds of Southland. Um, and the the idea was that when he was living in Perth, there was more in the way of Waitangi Day activities there than he found in Invercargill last year. And he said, I'd like to do something about it. And I said, okay, we'll come up with a proposal then. And so 10 pages later, <laughs> I'm not kidding, he's very academic. Um, he'd come up with, a, with an idea. So I've really only acted as as an executive producer with um, overseeing, uh, and he's put it together. Uh, and it's going to be really, really cool. The um, entertainment, we've got this great young uh, young chap called Hakopa Thomas, who's going to be our MC. Um, and I love the fact that, because, you know, th- there was some expectation that I'd get up and do it, but I'm happy for this to be about other people. And I, I had a meeting with Hakopa on uh, Wednesday, no, Thursday, uh, and Geez, I, I walked away from that impressed. Uh, watch this young man. He is going places. Yes, because you came home and talked about him. Yep. yep. Uh, I have the, I'm going to have the pleasure of working with him this year, actually, um, as a member of the Invercargill City Council's Youth Council. Uh, I would also very much like to have him as a program maker on the radio station because uh, he's got a little cultural group of young people that he works with and I think it would be a great yeah, opportunity cool. for them. So there's a variety of performers that we have on the day, uh, both recognised musicians and local cultural groups. Uh, Na Tanifa o Morihiku, there's the Tuvalu and Kirapiti Dance uh, Group, uh, Atui Tui, uh, the Cook Islands Community Group, Simon Thompson and The Shot, <laughs> Just the one shot, Simon, yep. this time. So Simon, You're running out of puff. <laughs> Simon and Chris doing some of the originals. Oh, great. So we, we got funding from the Invercargill City Council's Creative Communities Fund, and that's about encouraging local entertainment and local entertainers. So that's why everybody is, is local. And Triple Shot are a covers band, uh, so Simon and Chris are doing original stuff. Excellent. They've and been, hopefully I'll see them on Sunday as well. Sunday. Is that playing an acoustic set down oh, the road? Oh, yeah, just at the corner. <laughs> yes. Yeah, triple shot and some pies. Yes. I think that'd be a great idea. Uh, there's Te Kapahaka o Nahoefa, uh, Rhythmonics. Excellent. Uh, yeah, geez. Um, so having played Herbs, there's that kind of reggae feel that they have about them, but they're also quite a big band. I uh, hope they all fit. Uh, well, they make a great noise when they are on song, so. mm and left or right, you may remember them. I, I know them. Yes. <laughs> uh, are also playing as well. So three great musical acts and a lot of local community cultural acts in there too. Uh, naturally, because Tom's involved in it, uh, there's a heavy emphasis on food. <laughs> Pun completely att- intended. Because uh, he, he likes this guy. And he, but he does so in a critical way. He knows what he's talking about. Uh, so in amongst the... Um, Food stalls, candy floss queen, halo hangi, touched by heaven, uh, flipside donuts, uh, Louis de Steam buns, Louis Steam buns, I beg your pardon, Maylane's churros, Sam's, sweet as, Southland biltong, and A's are the uh, food stalls. And there's a variety of craft stalls there as well on the day Black Rose Crafts, Affordable Crafts, and Vicargo, Jan W. Artistry, Amelia Wiki Crafts. Kiddo Crafts, Emily Burke Crafts, Trevor Howery, Bone Carving, and Boom Comics. Um, 
So it all happens in Esk Street, funnily enough, why it's called Waitangi Est Fest. Uh, basically down just below Radio Southland is where the stage will be, but the entire Esk Street Mall will be closed off. Um, and uh, somewhere between 1 and one thirty will kick off, and it should go through till about 5.30, and it's free. Well, apart from the food, which obviously you'd have to pay for all the crafts. If you want to buy them, you have to pay for them, but it's uh, free to come along and enjoy. Um, weather forecast looks like there may be some showers, but if it's the way it's been over summer, then there'll be the showers we have overnight and in the morning, and then it stops, and we have a fine day, and then it starts again in the evening. And if that's what we get for Waitangi Day, we'll be very happy. Indeed. As long as it's not coming in sideways. Uh, and we're looking forward to it. There's, a, there's been a lot of work and a big learning experience for Tom, but he's done an outstanding job. Spe- yeah, it's a great, um, great mixture. Yeah. Looking forward to it. And family family focus on it as well. So you can't come along and buy a beer. Uh, and also, because it's a liquor-free zone in the CBD, uh, you can't bring your own either. So please don't, because there is security. Now, speaking of local entertainers, uh, just prior to Christmas, and, and we had gone into our summer specials, uh, Aaron O'Connor dropped a new single. And I thought we were going to need to clean up an aisle four when Tom heard it. He was just raving about it. Uh, and just in this past week, uh, New Zealand On Air each month release what they call a Kiwi hit disc. Here's a whole lot of new Kiwi songs mm-hmm. that they're wanting to promote. And Aaron made it with this track. Oh, about time. I know. It's bloody good. Great. It, it really is. And Tom said, I think this man needs to be, uh, be on stage at the Grand Old Opry. And I yeah. would go along to watch him and cheer him on. That's about the only time I would go to the Grand Old Opry. Um, so this is Aaron O'Connor and Repeat Heartache. Go back and rewind 
great new original music from Southland, Aaron O'Connor. Repeat heartache. Keep your ears on where and eyes on where that goes in the charts. Yeah, that's good. It's really, really nice. Yeah. Hey, lots going on at the moment. You're back in rehearsal, treading the boards once again. Yeah, it's a bit rusty, but not bad. <laughs> Following on from my experience late last year and discovering things like sweaty boobs uh, <laughs> and a panto, uh, you're doing a show called The Pink Hammer. The Pink Hammer. New Zealand play? Indeed. And uh, what's Indeed. it about? It's about a group of women who go to night classes to learn how to make woodwork things, you know, so they will go they will go with a project in mind. Like we like we used to do, you know, used to go to um, mm. the Polytech um, and go to the adult classes. There's a lot of people my age probably still got um, sea chests that they went and <laughs> made at um, woodwork evening classes. So uh, along those lines, um, but of course it's not, it's not just about the woodwork projects. It becomes, um, yeah, and a bit of social commentary. So it's it's very funny. Um, but small also, cast. yeah, small class cast only five of us, I think. <laughs> yeah, four women and um, Woody, the the um, sole bloke. Um, yeah, it's fun actually. I'm quite enjoying just working with a small small team and um, giving Take- giving the one bloke plenty of grief. Tickets for this are on sale now. They are, actually. Through Repertory and Vicargo's End we- of website. March, I think, is when we were on. I don't really know. Yep. <laughs> uh, so secure your seats for the Pink Hammer. We will yes. talk more about this as things come on. A lot happening. I didn't realise uh, until mm, this very Friday morning that we were recording the show um, that uh, it's Gibston this weekend. Yeah, I only discovered that yesterday. Because I give zero hoots about it. Uh, I don't know who's even who's performing. Uh, Simple Minds. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they're that oh, big right. draw, but it would be pretty boring, I reckon. Well, see, they had there was a bit of controversy over their Hamilton concert because apparently it was very wet outdoor gig, and right next door was an indoor venue that they everybody reckoned the organisers should have used, but they didn't. Transferring yeah. all the equipment, they, I don't think people have thought that through. Uh, here, for those people staying in town, the Southern uh, uh, Grills and Gasoline car show's on. Oh. So there's the cruise through town Friday night. Oh. And the car show down off Otapuni Avenue. Yes, I did not know. Saturday. Excellent. And then they do a cruise up to Gore on, on Sunday. Ah, oh. oh, it's also the Gore AMP show on Saturday. Is it? Mm. God, it's all Which go. Is probably where I'll end up for part of the day. Oh, I'll go and look at cars. Mm. Send you photos. Mm. And, of course, last weekend was the um, Crank Up at Edendale. So it's that time of the year when everything happens. And next week, the streets of Invercargill will begin to rumble once again for the Burt Munro Challenge. We'll talk more about that next week. Yes, okay. Going to leave you with a bit of the Alan Parsons Project, who did play at Gibson a few years ago, the system of Dr. Tar and Professor Feather. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you again next week. Kakita and Tabi Dick.
The preceding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand On Air. Their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available. To find similar programs by other stations involved, go online to accessmedia.nz.